Grace and peace. I wanted to bring just a short message today uh, on the epiphany of the Lord. Uh, and that is January 6, 2021. And that is what we're going to be talking about just for a few moments uh, during this time. Um, our text comes from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. So hear now the gospel according to Matthew. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the territory of Judea during the rule of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen his star in the east and we've come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod secretly called the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search, careful for the child. When you found him, report to me, so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went. And look, the star they had been seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him. Then they opened their treasure chest and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So today we celebrate Epiphany, the Epiphany of the Lord. Today is a day of an aha moment, a day that reveals the kingship of Jesus, a day in which a secret is revealed, a day that could be understood as the first baby shower. Now before we get to the baby shower, let's talk about the secrets that get revealed here. The first one is the Magi, uh, these wise people. Uh, in other texts we hear wise men. But this is a group, a group that we don't know how many were there. Uh, we don't know if they were men or women, even though it does say wise men. We don't really know a whole lot about these Magi. We do know they came from the east. Now, the east of where? Well, possibly Jerusalem, but, but we don't know that for sure. We know that they followed a star. We know that they stopped to talk to King Herod. We know that they asked where the child who was born king of the Jews was located. So the secret of the Magi is that they were not as wise as we may have thought they were. They knew the meaning of the stars, and they knew of the prophecies of the Old Testament. Yet, they still had to stop and ask, where is the child? 
You know, the same goes for us. We may not be as wise as we might think. We have information at our very fingertips, yet we still do not know everything. We have to understand that we don't, that we do, that we do need help and that we do need guidance. We need to understand that it's okay to ask questions and question events. That it's okay to not, to not know what is happening or going to happen. And that's hard for us not to know. But see, that is when we have this aha moment. When something is revealed to us that we do not know before or something is revealed to us in a new way. And see, that was my aha moment. The podcast that I listened to revealed a new way of seeing this Magi visit. That it is the first baby shower. So first thing that I went aha on was that they entered the house. Entered the house. It didn't say they entered the stable, they entered the house. You see, in the number of times that I read this story, this little detail was not something that I picked out. At this point, they were no longer in a stable. They were in a house, uh, which is good because according to verse 16, Jesus could be as old as two. He could be as old as two years old when these magi show up. So this next aha moment comes in the gifts that are brought. You see gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now in the theology of Christianity, these fit in very well. They were all used in the rituals of the temple. Gold is for royalty, frankincense was burned as part of the worship, and myrrh was an expensive perfume most commonly used by the wealthy Jews to anoint the dead. So the gold acknowledges that Jesus was a, of a royal line, frankincense signifies Jesus' divinity, and myrrh is a foreshadowing of Jesus' death. Sounds pretty familiar. But here, here's the aha. How would these strangers know Jewish ritual customs of the temple? Now, they were smart. Now, this question could be easily be explained away by saying they had observed the temple rituals because, you know, these were smart. They knew the Old Testament texts. They knew the, the stars. They knew a lot of things. But, you know, it says that they came to pay homage to a child, to a child, not to worship him, just to pay homage to a child, to a king, the king of the Jews. They came to pay public recognition of this child who was born king of the Jews. They came to see the king, not the Lord, so they came bearing gifts for a king. Gifts for a king. Now, we talk about these gifts. Okay, so I did some research in, about these gifts, and this is what I've learned. Frankincense and myrrh have both been used for medical purposes for over 5,000 years in places like India and Saudi Arabia. So websites, websites extol the virtues of these ancient oils and resins. It may be that these wise men understand these two gifts as having medicinal value. So Mary gave birth in a stable with no midwife that we really know of. That these gifts being expensive in nature would most not likely have been readily accessible to Mary and Joseph. So as much as we put them in a 
theological significant light, these gifts were practical to the event of childbirth. They were used to take care of the woman and thus take care of the child. Thus, these are gifts that could have saved the lives of Mary and Jesus. Now, gold. Gold is a sensible gift. You see, at the time, gold was currency. You could purchase things with gold. We all know how much it costs to have a baby. And, you know, they all they needed all kinds of things. So Mary would have needed... Uh, needed care uh, for a while afterwards. Jesus would have needed care for a year or so. You know, there would be need for, you know, things like diapers and food and clothing for everyone. So the gift of gold could have helped Mary and Joseph financially with the things they needed. What a revelation! What an epiphany! These magi brought gifts that are practical. Mary and Joseph were in a house, not in a stable. And, you know, these magi who were wise had to ask for directions. Now, you know, this story is most likely not really a historical story, but a tale of the cosmic influence of Jesus' birth. You see, it is improbable and possibly ridiculous that these wise magi from a foreign land would travel to Jerusalem only to learn of their destination from one who wants to kill the one they seek and then to bring this boy, this king of the Jews, born in some dusty backwater gifts fit for a king. You know, it's absurd. But spoiler alert... It's only going to get more absurd from here. We know the stories. We've read the stories in the Bible. We've seen where Jesus has blessed the poor. We've seen where Jesus has said the last will be first and that the Son of God, Jesus, is nailed to a cross. Aha! A revelation, an epiphany of what is to come and how absurd it's going to get. So may you have an aha moment, a moment of revelation as we celebrate the manifestation of the divinity of Jesus on this day. So until we see one another again, in this life or the next. May God bless you and keep you. And may God lift his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Amen. Love y'all. See y'all later.